So, Isaacin. That well, is a thing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We had watched The Adventures of You, Me, and Spooky game. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking to Spooky then, so it's like, yeah, The Adventures of You, Me, and Spooky, Spooky. Yep. <laughs> sorry, Who's okay. Him? No, no, sorry. No, Spooky, that's not what we watched. We watched The Adventures of You, Me, and Gam. Yay! Gam exists mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I exist. I've spoken him into <laughs> existence. Yay. Yep. 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 Yay. Anyway. We watched something, didn't we? We sure I, did. I'm going to start out to say that Spooky absolutely fucking loves this. On like a 10. Oh, yeah. Out of one yeah, of 10. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I mean, yeah. Yeah. Isaac, and this is definitely the, the favorite show that I've shown you guys so far, um, for me. I was going to say, you haven't shown us Madoka yet. Yeah, out of, out of the shows <sighs> I've shown you, Isaac, and I, I don't, I, I don't know if we can even get into that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows how much you love Madoka. Yeah. We'll watch, um, what we'll do is we'll watch one episode of Madoka and then just talk about it. Oh, fuck, I... I wouldn't even know what no, to wait, pick. No, anyway. wait, is there a Madoka uh, OVA? No, movie? I know literally what there episode to pick. Mo- wait, Mommy's fucking movies. death. That's no, what we watched. There are, three, there are three movies that actually would be perfect, but they're Oh long. my god. Anyway. Because the movies are summaries of the series. Anyway. <laughs> Isaacin, out of the shows I've shown you so far, this one's my favorite. Uh, out of the shows I've shown you so far, this is the only one I've given a 10. So, I mean, yeah. we've only went through a couple, but... But Isaacin is not one of my top 10 i just i really do I, like it though i'm gonna i'm gonna be straight up this uh-huh. is a hard one to really summarize like the plot of yeah. bit by bit without going like into really specific boring details of right. like what exact conversations are about like word by word so it's like a lot of my notes are just like a big scene that happens for a while where they talk about thing which like I, I brought this up while we were watching it, where it's mm-hmm. like, it's the kind of anime, or even just piece of media, where it's like, it's kind of teaching. not much really happens, and there's not a antagonist per se, it's not a standard narrative, but it isn't harmed because of that, it, because of the fact that it knows that it's kind of not actually a standard narrative in the... In, in the sort of traditional sense of there's a good guy, there's a bad guy, and there's conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more kind of abstract in what the antagonistic force is and what the conflict is. Right. Um, but it's like, a lot of the scenes are just them talking about making this product that they're making, and it's like, there's not really much to describe there, and like, it sounds boring to describe it like that, but it's like, the point of the anime is in the sort of specific details, and... Yes the sort of creative vision of it so intertwined within that narrative. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I mean, if you, want, that... if you want to boil it down to the most basic thing, some some people are want to make an anime. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I was, That's I was literally... literally about to say, I was literally going to say, in saying that, here's what happens in episode one. Yeah. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, it, the general premise, if you want to boil it down past, like, the fact that it's a piece of media that very obviously wants other people to make pieces of media, mm-hmm. is that it's making an anime. And it's people's, ad- like, three girls or people's adventures, because I feel like Isaac and themselves is 
not Isaac, the the main character, Camo Girl. Asakura. Asakura oh, uh, feels that yeah feels Asakura. very non-binary to me. So I don't. I keep wanting to go back between they and she. So anyway, yeah, that, yeah that I looked. Sense. I looked it up. They they seem to be uh, quote unquote officially uh, under she her. So okay. Um, well, I mean, I, in the same way that I am she, her, and they, them. So, anyway. No, I, I know. I, I, I mean, sort of, because I had that same problem. Let me have my representation! Anyway, sorry. I'm good. So, in episode one, we start off with a car going nyum nyum. Mm-hmm. It's driving around. We get some beautiful uh, environmental shots as cars driving along. We seem to be very clearly be following a family that's moving. Uh, and the smallest... One in the family, the sort of child seems to be sort of exp- wants to be an explorer or an adventurer, and the minute they get out of the car, they're like just fucking run off and just start exploring the whole landscape that they live in now. Um, uh, and made point that they've got like an adventure log with like rough drawings and like written bits of like places they've seen and. Things they they've witnessed, and uh, then uh, then we cut to uh, a, a nighttime setting. It's pelting down raining, and the who I'm presuming is the mother could be just a guardian of some type, but I'm saying it's the mother. Uh, basically, leaves them alone in the house and says, "I'm going out, and I shan't be back till I've found cigarettes." Um, <laughs> Don't make uh, an anime but- without me. Yeah, don't make an anime without me. Uh, to which this child then starts basically doing the the best thing ever, which is mm-hmm. when it's raining, you shut the windows, you turn the lights off, and you either watch something or play something. And they decided to watch anime, and then they had a... Specifically. Uh, a connect... Well, I don't... Act, I've never actually watched Nausicaa, so, so it's, I'm they're, not going to make watching, They're watching basically what is Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. Yeah. So... Yeah. Like, it is, like, frame for frame in some points, like Nausicaa, so. Yeah, which I, I'm gonna, I I would be very curious in how they tried to get away with it, considering how uh, strict Japan's copyright laws are. Yeah. Uh, Like, they barely, they don't even have a parody clause, so it's like, how did they get away with this? Yeah. It's also um, uh, worth noting that how the anime opens is very similar to how uh, Spirited Away opens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shihiro and a car um, looking up at the ceiling and it's the same shot. Yeah. So this child essentially instantly becomes connected to this anime creatively. Uh, they they pick up on the fact that it's the first time they're watching something that they believe that someone had a vision for. And it's a vision that they personally connect with. And it basically creates a motivation and drive for them to be like, I can do this myself. Like, I have this sort of vision myself. Like, I want to do this. It's like, wow, that's a really good representation of uh, how, like, all sorts of influences can in- can be stimulating a child into discovering what they want in life and what they want to do and uh, what they want to create and be. It's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Personally, I never had that, but uh, I understand the pur- purpose of it and point and the fact that it's 
a very strong driving force for a lot of people, and it is for this character. So then we zoom forward in time uh, to because the, we get the intro, which is great. And I, I've already watched the intro before, so I already knew what it was. And I mean, Easy Breezy is a great fucking song. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we, we, as the intro was going by, we kept making jokes about because uh, it's the three main characters, and they have uh, very specific scenes by themselves that it's like here's their character traits with like things that they like, and we kept joking about the fact that it's kind of blatantly obvious. It's like here's the things that are distinct about this character and separate them from the other characters. It's, mm-hmm. like, kind of important to do that, but it's also kind of funny to look at as well. Um, oh, I wonder what this character likes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the jokes we made was, like, this character likes art. This character likes taxes. Yeah. <laughs> and, then we, and then we started getting into how they were a late-stage capitalist. little Um, did we know little did we know um uh, so then we we, we're in the future now and this child has grown up somewhat and is now uh people watching uh and is sitting on top of a roof with binoculars looking at all sorts of things going on and the thing that i think annoys me the most is when they first look at the binoculars there is a man in a giant chicken (laughs) costume and he never shows up again (laughs) You don't even see the front of him, uh, you see the back of him. But it's very clear that he's in a giant chicken suit, and you don't fucking see him again. And I'm like, mm-hmm. where is this? Oh, cool. They're going to go downstairs, they're going to run through the streets, and they'll find the chicken man, and he'll be at least there again in the background someone We'll get more information. He never shows up again. And I I want to know why. Um, but anyway, uh, as they're looking at people, we pan down to see their adventure log, which has kind of grown to become their sort of... Uh, sketchbook, portfolio, whatever you want to call it, of just all these drawings they've done of uh, environments and people and some are pure sketches, some are completed pieces, some are all sorts of very detailed uh, pieces of art and it's like very clear that like, hey, between the past and now this child has kept their vision strong and has uh, grown to be on that path of creating something to do with art, uh, whether it still be anime or not, we don't know yet. Uh, but we do know because another character comes up and is like, "Why don't you just join the fucking anime club if you if you wanna uh, if you wanna make anime?" And this is when our main character's like, "I don't I don't do well with people. Like I don't do well in crowds. Like I don't want to join them there." I, I forget the specific reason why she doesn't want to join the anime club. I I, I believe I no, just no, no. chalked it down to I, I don't so, like the people there. So what it was was that money basically went. Hey, if you went down there, like you'd have a better view of everybody. You wouldn't have to use binoculars. And then Camo Hat basically went like, "You should come to anime club with me. I will even if I like pay you in like milk. Would you come?" Oh, that's and the right. other one's like, I, I, "No." I, I mistaked the 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 because I at this point I honestly I was mainly just admiring the drawings, um, uh, the, yeah that's the point where the, the tall one because we don't <laughs> really know their name properly yet uh, basically tells them hey like why why are you up here 
if you want to experience more, why don't you go down there and talk to them? And that's when they say they don't do well in crowds. But then they're like, can you come with me to this anime thing that's going on? And the tall one's like, no, I don't want to fucking do that. I don't, I don't like this shit. Like, no, what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and then Nasek has to say, I'll buy you milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll buy you, I'll buy you milk. But then it's like, it all starts off with the scene of um, the tall one handing a shopping bag over to our main character. And I'm going, wait, where's my change? And the tall one goes, well, I kept it. It's it's my service charge. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> found the capitalist! Yep. Um, uh, so, end up the negotiations uh, succeed and they go to this sort of anime, I believe, uh, demonstrate. It was a, a viewing. A showing for the anime yeah. clubs, like, uh, end of, like, semester or whatever it is, like, Something the anime club has made together. Oh no, uh, they, were just, the they were just watching the Nasca anime again. Oh, they were just yeah. watching the Nasca. Yeah, Nausicaa yeah, anime they were again? just watching it. Yeah. That makes sense. I wish anime club no, no I don't. Um Uh so they sit at the back because I mean our main character doesn't deal well with crowds and prefers to observe people, so it makes sense that they sit at the back. But they sit behind someone with an afro at that like it's so big that they're unable to see and dear and i were both going just move over one seat well there's no one sitting yeah. either side of you so i actually wanted to point that out the reason why she didn't move over one seat is because kanamori didn't move and she didn't want to sit with the space in between <laughs> okay. them <laughs> yeah that okay. makes sense fair but also she could have just moved to the left of kanamori I don't know. That's true. Anyway. She just call her calamari. <laughs> she just call her calamari? Yes! <laughs> okay, okay, so they're, they're trying to watch this this anime on, and, and Asuka is sort of bent down to, like, see the, the anime going on, and Kanamori's just sitting there completely uninterested, just, like, trying to just... I don't get it. What, it, what interests you about this? Like, what is it... What about this is interesting to you? And Asakura just, like, just goes on this massive rant about yeah. why it's so good. It's and, just this podcast. <laughs> the, the specifics of the anime. I, and, and I think at this point we kind of realized, oh no, this is spooky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the point where we were like, this is spooky. I literally it? said, yeah. this is me explaining, like, this is me on the podcast with Gim. Like, me being like, wow, yeah. look at all this stuff, and Gam's just like, I don't, okay, okay, fine. Yeah, okay. it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> like, specifically things they were saying about, like, the logic of the anime as well, where it's like, oh god, this really is just mean spooky right now. <laughs> and then Deer walks in. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, another character walks in, uh, and two men in black walk in, and I'm like, oh shit, my notes specifically say, the men in black are here, and then a second later, Asakura's like, are those the MIB? And I'm like, fucking stole my joke. Um, and uh, so this this new character gets up in Asakura's face and is like, Hi, I'm this famous fashion model. I need to borrow your hat real quick. Is that, is that okay? Cool, bye. Uh, steals the hat and runs down the theater to the front and mm-hmm. tries to avoid these men in black. And... <laughs> Sorry. I, I've written here... Uh, so... This character sits down, uh, positive that she's gotten away from these men in black, and then my note just says the men in black want her to drink her milk, because suddenly <laughs> a milk carton appears in front of her, and this security guard of some sort walks up, and she's like, no, I don't want to drink my milk. 
and and this is when Kanamori uh, and uh, and Asakura have caught up because they're like, "Hey, I want my hat back." Um, and they're listening to what's going on, and Asakura's like, "I don't know what to do. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, are they gonna steal her? Like, what are we?" And Kanamori just looks behind them and just pushes a button that elevates the platform they're on, so they appear right in front of the two. <laughs> Freaks the shit out of Asakura. He's like, "What are you? What are you doing? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" Um, and this is when the men in black are like talking about, "Hey." We're, we're, we've been ordered to make sure you don't join the anime club because you've got famous things and you need blah to be a blah model. blah pluck, pl- you need to be a model yeah and she's like but I want to be an anime mm-hmm. um, and this is when they, they start Asakura basically cracks and walks up to them and is like hey uh, this is me and a- another person like what are you doing come with us you're meant to be with us right now and this, sec- this new person's like what? And then Kanamori just picks her up and starts <laughs> fucking running. <laughs> they can never. And so the men in black's following them. They're like, "Oh shit, we gotta get away." They're they've run into a high school like stage theater stage, and they've run up a, a flight of stairs where there's uh, sandbags tied to rope at the end that operate different bits of machinery on the stage. And Spooky Night at the same time made the fucking pull the lever cronk joke. And then, because Asakura lets go of one of the things, and it completely does something un- that doesn't help them at all. And then, <laughs> immediately, Spooky Night again went, wrong lever cronk! And then... <laughs> this, the main thing here that I'm realizing is that Spooky and Gam's friendship and characters were very well established, and I hadn't been introduced yet, so I was just like, alright, well, I'm not making the same jokes as y'all. It's fine. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, Asakura tries pick, pulling one of the other ropes again, and because the security guard's kind of standing on a, on a trap door, the trap door opens, but the security guard doesn't fall into it because he's actually standing kind of to the right of it. It's like, ah, shit, we nearly got him. He starts climbing the stairs. They One last rope they let go, and the stairs flatten. And he slams his head against it and slides all the way back down into the hole. I love like, and the this neck is... breaking noise that it makes when he hits. It by is the way. so visceral. I was like, "Oh, yeah. you could hear that." Yeah. But this is when I pointed out as well: the music in this show is really fucking good. Yes. It's like some some prime eighties electro funk with like an emphasis on the bass, yeah. which is with yeah, an emphasis the good on the shit. funk. Well, yeah, well, I mean, that's where the, the bass comes in. The bass yes. is the funk. Um, so, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm into this. Uh, so then they were like, shit, uh, we gotta run before they, before they uh, come to their senses and catch up with us. Uh, <laughs> and so they're walking through the city, trying to get to this, this uh, hideout that they're talking about that'll keep them safe. And uh, this is when we learned that her name is Mizusaki. And she's this famous model that she's not allowed to, not allowed to join the anime club because mm-hmm. her parents were so protective, and because she's this model and she's got a life ahead of her being a model, but she doesn't. She wants to make anime. She wants to be an anime me, um, an animator mater. Um, <laughs> and so they 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 end up at this laundromat, which has an air conditioner on the door, <laughs> so mm-hmm. everyone basically has to bend down to get through the door. Like ta-da! It's our well because place to hide. she she laughed so hard at everything happening that she spit milk onto her jacket. <laughs> yeah, was the main that's, thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they main. Well, it's main, main the reason that they went there to do the laundry and also uh, hide the. Um, 
but it's also like okay they they put her clothes in the laundromat so they can like chill upstairs and like talk for a bit while her, her clothes are washing and uh she puts the clothes in and pulls out her black credit card and tries to like has that 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 rich person sense of like where do i put the credit card in mm-hmm. the coin slotted uh laundromat what's and a that's quarter kanamori yeah yeah kanamori's just like i'll just fucking get this for you like you owe me <laughs> yeah um, she said I, i'll think this is an later. investment <laughs> yeah <laughs> so then, then they go over to uh the vending machine which gives them milk and that's when i've just written milk poggers um <laughs> <laughs> and they go upstairs and this entire time Mizusaki's like wow this is such a lovely place like a, a normal life like I've never been able to like experience this sort of like uh, this like sort of building it's such a an old sort of like uh, calm type of building they sit down drink their milk and Mizusaki pulls out a portfolio and like I, I, I want to be an animator and like they scroll through the drawings and Asuka is like wow these are really good and while meanwhile kind of boring just Goes behind Asakura, pulls out Asakura's portfolio and hands it to Mizusaki. Asakura freaks the fuck out. Yep. Um, but this entire thing, they're like, wow, like, all these things that you're talking about, like, you're really good at this and this, and like, I, well, I struggle at this. It's like, wow, you're really good. And then Kanamori's just like, listen, why don't you two make a fucking anime? And Asakura yeah. freaks the fuck out. Like, what? You can't just ask people that. Yep. <laughs> um, but then they start bonding. Like, they they put their drawings together and start creating new things together, and uh, this is when we learn that uh, Mizusaki can't join the anime club, so she can't make anime, and then Kanamori's just like, make your own fucking club then! <laughs> if you can't join the anime club, <laughs> okay, why Gam. don't we make our own? <laughs> Fuck! And this is when we kind of solidified, like, okay, the minute... Kanamori handed over Asakura's portfolio was a minute that solidified it for me that I was Kanamori. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like I have done that so many fucking You've times. You've done that to, to me. People. You've done that Especially to me. Especially dear. Especially oh, dear. God. I can't count the amount of times that you've fucking done that to me. And I was just like, God damn it, Gam. Like, I don't feel like doing this. And you're like, too fucking bad. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> And then, and so so they're they're bonding over this sort of thing, and then they're like, "But Kanamori, why do you want to help?" And Kanamori's like, "Listen, I'm like, I want fucking money, and like, if you two get together, we can make some money." And it's like, this is when I I, I realize that Kanamori is the I don't want to say good type of capitalist, but like the morally good, the sort of moral capitalist, the one that doesn't. Uh, create or grow income through exploitation but through what people wish capitalism was which is through mm-hmm. nurturing and creativity um where it's like kanamori is entirely the business mind of like we need to do this we need to do this like like instead of screwing people over it's the type of like listen to create art you have to compromise between your creativity and the reality of your situation when it comes yeah. to creating things which we'll get to as we go through the episodes because it's <laughs> depressing how accurate this is to me um, <laughs> so then we this is when we get the second part of this anime that i feel really locked it in my mind as it, it grew to something more and i feel i like it a lot because of it 
um, where as they're designing, like, they, the, Mizusaki and Asakura together design this sort of pod-looking thing, and they're like, well, how would it work? Like, it, in this sort of situ- thing that we've drawn, like, it would need, like, robot arms in it, order to create it. And, so, like, okay. So, between the two of them, it felt very fucking Doodle Fort, because... One of the things I do in Doodle Fort is like, is there a reason for this? If there's not a reason, why are you doing it? Yeah. If yeah, there's which is if there's like, not a reason for the wings being the way they are, why are you drawing them that way? You could do them a different way, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like that, and like I was just like, oh no, I am this character, one hundred percent. I was just like, oh no. Yeah, they they basically go through the motions of like not just I I really like it because it's the type of. It's the type of creativity that I like. It's not just creativity for creativity's sake, but it's, like, creativity with a logic. Like, yes. it's the exact type of thing that I try and get across to, to you two when I talk about, like, things that I like about anime and don't. Where it's, like, they drew something and they're, like, okay, how do we make this make sense within the things that we've, like, discussed and, like, the things that we're drawing? And it's, like, okay, we've got, like, it would need wings, like, this big. And, like, well, if it's got wings this big, then it means that it must be this big. And it's got this and it's got landing gear. Then, like... How does it all fit together? And, like, as they're talking, suddenly the anime switches from uh, reality to this uh, metaphorical creativity perspective of uh, the characters are inside the world. And the best part about it is that because it's uh, Asakura's main vision, uh, all of the sound effects in it are Asakura's voice actor fucking making those noises yeah. and every time you hear them all i could think was they must have had so much fucking fun like, fucking doing that <laughs> like, yeah yeah my favorite one is the one that we talk about in like a, a, I think it's episode four where my favorite one is uh i i forget exactly where it, yeah yeah it's episode four so i'll talk about it when dear explains it but um so so actually there's another thing that i'm thinking of that does that same thing there's a Ghibli film that actually does that. And Which Ghibli film? I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's the one about flight. The airplane, the airplane one, yeah. Um, oh! It, it's not... I Rosso? No, um, the... Uh, fuck. Wait, hold on. I know what you're talking about. I watched that. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah. Uh, the Wind Rises. The Wind film. Rises. I didn't like that yes. movie. I fucking hated them. <laughs> I, so I... <laughs> I actually really like that movie because this was right around the time I had like just gotten out of the hospital and I was dealing with the fact that me and Max were going to get married and stuff. So uh-huh. you see where yeah. that's going? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't like it because it feels very not Miyazaki. It feels like it's supporting war and all these things because it's about a man who goes to America to make bomber planes because he wants to make planes. Yeah. Like that's the I thing. Just, and so he I gets hired to make boring. bombers. I don't okay, know. well that's fair. I couldn't I couldn't trudge but through. I was just like, damn. Whenever he's dreaming <laughs> about planes, it's like like it's the oh, fucking plane noises. That. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Huh. Yeah, I don't remember that bit. It's been a while since I tried to watch <sighs> it. It's okay. Anyway. Go ahead, I'm so, sorry. So it, it, combined with the sort of sound effects that are going on, the sound effects that are caused where it's like in this metaphorical creativity perspective uh instead of like drawing these images that are going on they 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 do what i i 
I'm glad that they went with. Because if they had gone into this perspective and they were still kind of drawing what was going on, like sort of a chalk zone type thing where it's like, they draw the wings in, like, the world of the thing. They have the... All the power is in their... Mm-hmm. Their, um... Their, their, their utensils, their tools. All the power is in that. Where it's like, no, they go the the more appropriate uh, standpoint, which is they essentially turn into engineers. Where it's like, Asakura's got, like, a drill and is, like, drilling in, like, nuts and bolts and, like, uh, de- as they're designing this thing. And it's like, the creativity comes from them themselves, not the... not. Basically, yeah. it's the equivalent of it doesn't matter what fucking tool you use. What matters is how you use it. And yeah, basically, stop asking artists for what brush they use. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really love too that during <laughs> them like using their imaginations uh, to plot these things out. When Kanamori is there, she just like doesn't give a shit. Like they're, yeah, like, they're like, quick! Like, this is an emergency. An we have to do this. And Kanamori is like, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing, yeah. the thing that really, that's really great to me is that Kanamori is in and kind of involved with it, but almost every shot with Kanamori where they're like designing something, Kanamori isn't in the internal sort of circle of like object, uh, Mizusaki and Asakura. Kanamori's just off in the distance, mm-hmm. sort of yeah. like observing them. Like it's like Kanamori's involved, but not involved in the creative process. Kanamori's just involved in the world itself. Because Kanamori's part of the group. Um, Where it's like... It's the perfect sort of metaphorical representation of what's currently going on in that room. And it it goes to another level where it's like... Okay, they've built this thing and they're going to test it. Uh, And as they're starting it up to test it... Oh no! Two men in black appear and they're going to... They're going to try and get Mm -hmm. Mizusaki to to go back to being a model, not an animator. And they're like, oh shit, we got to... Something's gone wrong. It's not wanting to go off the platform. We need to get out and push. And mm-hmm. like, Mizusaki's like, "We okay? I'm going out to push." And Kanamori's just like, "Okay, fine, whatever," and just dives through a fucking yeah. uh, grate to go outside. Yeah. Um. So so they they uh, they start pushing, and uh, you essentially get the scene of, "Hey, it's working!" Like this this thing that we've created, like it's a bit janky but hey it's working and like we're gonna be able to escape the bodyguards and do you get the metaphor we're going for here um they all everyone dive into this thing and we'll escape them uh so everyone gets in and they start flying away and oh no the bodyguards themselves have their own flying machine that kind of seems out of place is like dark and uh more cold looking and doesn't really fit the uh rest of that world too much so it's like it's an external force trying to bring them down and destroy their vision before it's really taken off um great little uh basically what i'm saying is this entire sequence of like metaphorical creativity uh i fucking loved Mm -hmm. and i was like man if i realized that like this anime's got these two parts to it i really kind of want to watch the rest of it now hell yeah um, so, uh, basically, oh yeah, I forgot the end of it, which is, uh, they've been chased, they manage to get away from the bodyguards again, and they go up, and they see the greatest world, like, they, they basically go into space and see all these, all these creative ideas just waiting to be explored, um, and 
<laughs> That's what I wrote in my notes. Kanamori spiked the milk, I bet. Um, <laughs> uh, so then we've returned to the real world. It's like, wow, they've drawn a lot. They've talked a lot. It's like nighttime now. Oh, shit. Mizusaki didn't look at the time. She's going to be late for uh, anime. the anime <laughs> club again. Because she wanted to watch the thing live. And she didn't get to see it. Uh, and so they're standing outside. They've forgotten about the washing. And they're sort of like, how quick? How, how do we get back to the station real quick? And Asakura's like, I can go this way. And then Kanamori's just like, last one there has to get me a treat. And then just fucking bolts. <laughs> yeah. And the other two are like, wait, what? And they have to chase after her. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, pretty, 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 pretty good. good. That was, good. it's such a good first episode, too, because I feel like normally first episodes kind of, like, I don't know. They don't have, like, as strong of an impact. Just kind of, like, here's some exposition. Uh, I feel like a lot of the times with this podcast, I'm, like, not going to show you guys the first episode. But this mm-hmm. one has yeah. such a strong first episode, and it does such oh, a good yeah. job this... at introducing the characters. It does the job well of not just introducing the characters, it introduces their relationship, it introduces yeah. their goals, aspirations, and essentially yeah. starts, gives you a hint of, like, the overarching narrative of this anime, which is like, you know what they want to make an anime, they're gonna make an anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool, I'm, I'm bored. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So I guess me next um we jumped forward a bit episode four they're making an anime they're working on it already um wow and and we see like i said i didn't write their actual names they were model camo hat and tall girl (laughs) so (laughs) there's that um they're now working on the anime so we've jumped pretty far ahead and we see the model doing like explosion references and they're both getting frustrated, so the model took out a machete and starts swinging it around. <laughs> and so Camo shows the other one, like, real-life references. And they're like, use references! And I was just like, god damn it! <laughs> and then Money comes in and shoves them both into the PC room where they watch, like, a compositive version of what they have so far. And they're like, oh, this is so cool! Whatever, whatever. She's like, oh, also we have one month left of our deadline, and we only have a few cuts done. And only, they apparently, only four cuts. yeah, uh, they apparently throw in some backgrounds to make the scenes more viable instead of having the cuts be huge because their four cuts are like stacks tall when normally a cut is only like a few pages thick, sort of thing. Um, so they decide to start cutting in places so that it takes less time to make. And they're like, we should do it in black and white. It looks really cool. And Model's like, wow, we could just not have a story. And Camel's like, no, I really want the story, but that doesn't matter because if they don't if they don't finish the thing, it's not going to matter if there's a story or not. So they're going to bluff through whatever they're doing to get through the budget show off thing. Like, to show the, that they're a club and that they should get a budget. So they also were like, hey, why don't we do automatic tweens? And Model's like, no, I want to do the animation by hand. And and, and I'm not going to take shortcuts. I'm going to do it my way. And I was just like, God damn okay. it. Okay, I, I just want to cut in real quick because <laughs> we missed this one specific thing that I want to point out. Uh-huh. So when they're talking about, here's all the, like, the tips and tricks we can use to cut down on like 
production time so we can get this done. It, it's Asakura goes, like, into this creative metaphorical perspective again. And, like, Asakura's behind, like, a camera projector. And the, the projector's sound is Asakura's voice actor just going, And I was not paying attention at all to what they were saying, because I was just fucking laughing my ass off at that fucking sound effect. Just imagining the voice actor in the booth just going, Okay. It's so fucking funny. Um, Anyway, continue. So unless they make some changes to everything, like they're not going to finish in time and they're like, okay, well, if you're going to hand animate everything, this is going to be basically still frames and we're not going to get done in time. And so Camo is over there dooting on their computer for a bit and Money's like, I'm going to go ask the art club for help for backgrounds. And they're like, I don't want to like make people do things. But she's like, fuck you, leaves. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then she comes back and basically goes like, they don't want to do it. And so Camo is sent back to work more on backgrounds and model really likes the ability to do some frames by hand and some can be tweened. The ones that really, really matter are going to be done by hand, which literally me and Gam throughout this entire thing were like, just do half and half. Like do the part, do that, do that. And then they and decide to do that. Well, it's, it, and that's when I was like, oh, it's okay. Kanamori's realized like how to negotiate with them. And it's like, Kanamori has realized that uh, Mizusaki's not used to really people telling her no and like sticking, yeah. like having to compromise. So it's like, in order to get them to compromise, you've got to drag them along, which means mm-hmm. showing them like, "Hey, if you don't want to do, if you don't want to do this, we've got to go with the worst case scenario." And I, if you don't want to do it, I guess like the project's done. So it's yeah. like, well, I guess I'll do some tween, like most tweens. Then it's like that's what Kanamori wanted from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, oh, which Kanamori never wanted it. For which for me, I'm usually that's like the one part that I was just like, that's not really, it's a, whatever. Anyway. Um, so, the, they're trying to, like, look at everything, and fucking, she, tall, tall girl comes in, and she's like, hey, like, why are you sleeping under the desk? And Camo Hat's like, I wanted to be a professional, so I slept <laughs> under the desk. And they're like, okay, well, it's like 6 a.m., and model is done with everything that she's doing, so we need to go show the approval thing um, right now. <laughs> and they're talking about the presentation and like what they're gonna do, and they're like, "Okay, you don't talk. I'll handle this." And they're like, "Okay, model and camel hat won't talk. We got this. We're done. We got this. We're going through with yeah. this." So we cut to them wanting to present their their anime it's short that they decided to do instead of the full thing. Um, and they introduce the Carbohydrate Club, <laughs> who, oh, who so want much. to introduce a different menu that involved rice with ramen, because <laughs> then that way you could cut school budgets on food, and everyone is throwing food at them, and like booing them off the stage and stuff, and it's hilarious. And like, like you can't have two carbohydrates in a yeah. meal. They have like cre- like security guards and like fucking radar they have, like, pushing they have, back. Yeah, like uh, yeah. riot gear. Yeah, there's like a, a yeah, riot there's, squad. there's a character yeah. in the crowd that has a missile launcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got a missile launcher <laughs> constantly. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
I, I specific, um, yeah, specifically, I've written down in capitals for that. Carbohydrates. Double cafeteria orders. Hold back the mob, Riot Squad. Prop. Yeah. <sighs> so it, it becomes their turn to show off the anime. And they're like, all right. Uh, so real quick before you start, here's this list of shit you fucked up. You broke walls, steel pipes. You adapted a raccoon dog. And they're like, okay, listen, don't worry about that. Watch this. And they're like, no, this is important. Why doesn't this matter? And it's like, okay, here's the thing. If y'all were worried about the random people on campus that were chasing model chick, shouldn't that be the school security problem and not ours? And shouldn't the like quality of the walls of the school be the school's problem and not ours? We were get working with what we were given. We were locked out of our building, apparently. And, like, we had to get through somehow, and we broke a wall to do that. Like, that's what happened. And they're like, listen, this isn't you calling out the school. Just show us, like, like why do you think this is okay? So, at this point, they're, like, kind of arguing back and forth. And Camo Hat basically goes, listen, shut the fuck up. Don't complain about how we did this until you see what we did. And they're like, there's, there's like, a silence. They're like, Okay. So now we show off the anime. And they're showing off the anime. And there's a lot of things happening. And the entire the entire crowd feels like they're flying right alongside the girl falling and gun canisters are falling around them in the school from the tank. And then the tank is coming through the movie screen. Fuck! Um well, and it's 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 like a, a perfect visual metaphor for the way that media is immersive and can draw in the interest of a of a of an audience and and really make them interested in the world by like how gam visual gam? and impactful it can be on them gam no shit <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so when when they finish the the show the crew is still like they cut to the crew and they're like still talking to each other, like ignoring everything around them. Like, we should probably change this. These colors should probably be changed on the tank because it sinks too far into the background. Blah, blah, blah. And the student council is just like staring them like, wait, if this is what you could do with no budget, what if we gave them a budget? And then they're approved. And then the episode ended. Well, it, it, it's also like specifically like while they're, while they're thinking about that, that you, all, this entire time, like the camera is focused mainly on the three of them. And like, instead of being like, wow, they really loved it. Like, wow, they, they, they loved every second of it. Like oh, that, that person over there like was cheering really loud. Instead, they're focusing solely on what they've created and been like, mm. oh man, we should have done this. There was a mistake over here. Like, like we can improve this by doing this better. And like the, the, the count the the council of of, uh, of students is like discussing like hey like they seem they're they're actually like a legit about this like yeah if this is what they could do with no budget what can we do if we gave them a budget considering they're talking about like already improving it it's like hmm mm-hmm. we could use this yeah and then they get a budget and everyone's yeah. happy the end of anime yeah. that's the end of the anime the end We're of done. all anime ever mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> There doesn't need to be any more anime. This is the only one. Yep. This is the only anime that matters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Goodbye, Madoka. No! (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Oh, shit. Okay. 
So, then we cut forward quite a bit to, uh, from episode four to episode nine. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, From the looks of it, they've created at least one more anime of some type uh, where it's like, okay, that, that seems to be what's going on. But the very first scene in episode nine, it's raining and the council is there again. And Kanamori's in, in, in front of the council, and it's like, oh, mm. what's going on here? Uh, and they're like, listen, we've received reports that the Sound Club have been selling this stuff online. It's like, okay. And they've been... <laughs> someone's been... <laughs> someone's been pocketing rent from them. <laughs> and it's essentially like, okay, Kanamori has been essentially finding ways for them to make money. <laughs> And the council have found out about it, and are like, "Listen, that money is ours now." Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, damn, that's not good. So uh, we go back to uh, Kanamori greets the other two, and they're like, "Wow, our latest anime was a hit. Everyone loved it." And Kanamori's like, "Look at all these proposals we've been given by like uh, the the fried tofu club, the 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 anime club, the the." Uh, <laughs> The Carbohydrates Club. <laughs> yep. I love that they still continue that. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it's in the first episode, and then it's in the fourth episode. It's probably in other episodes as well. But it, it was in the first episode as well, uh, when we first cut to the future. Um, and the other two are like, wow, look at all these things. We could do this, we could do this. And Kanamori's like, no, we're not going to do any of them. And they're like, what do you mean? And Kanamori pulls out a whiteboard with all these financial statistics on it. And is like... Listen, we sold like a, I can't remember, we sold like a hundred DVDs of this at a thousand yen each. It made this much money. But here's the problem. Because they owned the the product at the end of the day, they earned all the money on it. So at the end, we only earned like this much and we should be earning this fucking much. They're like, oh man, this sucks. And Kanamori's like, if we wanted to break even and earn enough money on it, we would have to sell like, like nearly 2,000 copy DVDs of this anime. And it's like... That's not going to happen. It's easier if we just make something ourselves and not work for someone else. And it's like, oh god, I really am fucking Kanamori. Um, <laughs> yep. When I used to make, uh, when I used to host uh, zines, art zines, uh, yeah. that is something that I literally would do. I had my tables that would break down financial costs, and it would literally be like, in order to break even, we need to sell like, 20 of these, or 100 of these in total, and it's like, oh, God. Uh, if if is... it's any consolation, I was literally your artist on those, so <laughs> I was literally right in this anime with you still. Yeah, yeah. I. It, it's kind of depressing, because I look at Kanamori and it's like, oh, man, that's what I could have been. That's, that's what I could have been, but then I crashed and burned. Yeah, well, no, also you didn't... Girl. As I say, you also didn't have a breaking, heartbreaking childhood story, so but we'll get to that. I hmm, mine was a, a differently way. a different heartbreaking yeah. childhood story, <laughs> one that affected you in a different way. Yeah, one that affected me kind of in a negative way. Um, so, so basically, Kanamori is like, okay, here's our fucking goal. We have a convention coming up, so let's sell the hell out of some DVDs, you dorks. Mm-hmm. Specifically, yeah. it's great. Um, so they they basically go off exploring now. They're going through the city, trying to think of like an idea of something new to create. 
And it's perfect because as they're walking through, Asakura is sharing her love of exploration with Mizusaki and is like, look at all these places. Like, there's this place over here and they do this and, and this place over here. And then they get creative with it. They're like, this looks like a tank. This looks like a, a hidden colossus in the background. It's like all these, all these creative little things that they're building this world on uh, in their creative uh, collectiveness. Um, and then... <laughs> Uh, as as they're going through, they're like, it's Katamori just goes, listen, it's hot. Let's just go fucking underground. It's cooler under there. And then their creativity expands from there further. Like Asakura finds like a drain underground and is like, this is the ancient spiral city that goes down to the center of the earth, and this shops all around the spiral staircase. And it's like, this is this is perfect encapsulation of like a child's creative mind mm-hmm. um, of the world around them. Uh, so they end up... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at my notes. They go to a, a a specific little restaurant that is in the middle of basically a dead underground uh, shopping centre. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's not really a shopping centre, it's more just a line of shops. Uh, and the waiter greets them and is like, Hey, uh, I saw your anime at the previous episode that we didn't watch. Um... <laughs> It was great. Uh, I loved it. Um, and they're like, wait, we remember you. One second flashback. Yeah, literally <laughs> one second. Yeah. And so they sit down and they're like, um, they start eating the dandan. And it's made Deer and I really hungry for it. Because, mm. oh god, it's so nice. It's yeah. like delicious like ramen noodle with fruit. I've never had so it. Nice. I want to try it real bad. It's, it's, like, the perfect combination of, like, I mean, Spooky, I literally sent you, like, multiple places to eat the other day in yeah, Ohio. Yeah, but I can't... Well, to be fair, though, both of those places were, like, over an hour away, and one of them I can't really drive to. But Drive anyway! I, no, I'm not driving downtown in that city. But in the other city, <laughs> it's anyway. actually a place I've been wanting to go. Anyway. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. So, uh... This is this is where I've sort of written three specific lines. Uh, Katamori starts talking about the the dandan is like talking about how like the fruit complements the dish and like the purpose of it and is very deliberately like s- spinning a metaphor to get the other two to sort of understand the point of creativity and the 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 importance of balance with creativity and realistic expectations. Uh, and uh. that's where I've written the line, uh, Kanamori got metaphor for days with Dandan. Uh, and then the waiter comes along, he's like, you need an idea? I got an idea. It's about a, 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 a Dandan waiter. But by mm-hmm. night, he's a cop. And he, uh, saves the day by pepper spraying people. Um. With Szechuan bombs. W- with yeah. Szechuan bombs. <laughs> and like, and Kanamori's just like, that's a good idea. We're going to steal it. You make an anime about that now? Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is the line, Kanamori gone steal ideas. Uh, <laughs> and the, the other two are like, no, we gotta, we, we, we can think of something. Uh, so then they've, they've left the restaurant, uh, and they walk in, and Kanamori's like, listen, do you mind if I take a photo and put it on social media? And they're like, what? What? What's, you, you're on social media? What fun? And that's when we get the great screen cap where Kanamori turns around and yells at them, social media is not fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so good. Because social media and, is not and fun, And me and kids. Spooky literally just kind of sat there and went, man, 
I wish we had someone to run our social medias for us. Yeah. And Gam just kept... <laughs> I said well, okay. that I would pay you okay. for that! Here's, here's the thing. During that scene, when, when like, Kanamori was like, Oh, you gotta, ha- you gotta set up this thing. And I, like, heard Diego, Oh, I was like, Dear, shut up, don't. Dear, shut up, don't. Because this is a thing that Dear and I have been talking about for years, where it's like, just pay me. I'll fucking deal with it for you. Because I used to deal with the social media for uh, mm-hmm. the zines that I did. And it's like, I'll... I, it's like, pay me and I'll deal with it. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm like with my friends. They're like, pay me and I'll do this for you. The but thing I is that the last time... Because... I was going to say, the last time I talked to you about it, you're like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, the last time we talked about it was when I had a mental breakdown. So it makes sense that I said no. Yeah, um... fair. And you also had a more stable job situation, kind of. Anyway, we'll I've get... never anyway. had a stable job situation. Anyway, that's anyway. where I've written the line, Kanamori got Twitter. Um, and Kanamori basically goes through and explains to the audience the importance of mm-hmm. marketing and sort of like, hey, if you're not constantly advertising your product, you gotta, like, uh, we can establish uh, a fan base and uh, we need an idea. Like, if you don't have an idea, you can't sell it. And it's like, that's when I've written the line, buy that merch, buy that merch. <laughs> because Kanamori is just, like, talking about, like, this is all the merchandise that we could sell, like, all of this money that we could make. And these are, like, the other two are like, what? People actually want this? And Kanamori's like, here's these polls that I've made online of people being like, I want this type of merch. It's like, these people want merch. We can give it to them. Like, mm-hmm. we could make so much money off this. Like, And this literally, I believe the, the examples they give were buttons, stickers, pins, and small prints. T-shirts. And was just, yeah. t-shirts. One of them was t-shirts, yeah. And I was just like, well, fuck. <laughs> 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 yep. Um, so then we get the the lovely little experience of going into Kanamori's creative mind, which means we get the sound effects created by Kanamori's voice actor, <laughs> which is great. And we get this lovely story uh, about Minimori, Kanamori's childhood, uh, where every day she would go to a store and essentially it was a a cautionary tale about why you need advertising and why like you could have a perfect product but if no one knows about it there's no fucking point it'll die uh she goes to the store every day and and cleans out the front of it and gets a a, a, essentially a tiny wage for it um uh, she basically gets like a like 50 cents right uh no the she got like it was like ten dollars, and then one day she. It got was like, like ten dollars, five dollar bonus okay. or something. Yeah. And then the one day she gets fifteen dollars because she gets an extra yeah. five hundred yen coin. Okay, and, I and don't the... know the conversion. Sorry, That's uh, it's essentially like one hundred yen is one. Yeah. US dollar. It, it's not accurate, but that's like it's very close. The estimate. Yeah. The estimate is like because mm-hmm. it fluctuates, but um, that's when uh, she gets the extra, and she's like, "I'm gonna do some more work. Like I like you pay me extra. Like I'm gonna do more work." Um. And then suddenly it's a snowstorm. There's a snowstorm here. And, and, like, the shop's closed, but Kanamori showed up anyway. And she's like, why are you closed? And they're like, well, it's because it's a snowstorm. No one's going to be out in this. And she's like, but if you, like, if we, if we get rid of the snow, like, if we plow the front of it, like, the minute the snow starts to go away, people will start showing up and you'll already be ready for it and be able to open up early. And they're like, I, I mean, this, this kid's kind of right. Like, why aren't we doing this? 
And mm-hmm. so as they're doing it, like people actually start showing up and start buying things. And that's when the, the owners realize, man, she's got like a really good business mind ahead of her. Um, and they're like, we should, we should help her out a little bit. Like it's a shame things going on. <laughs> God damn it. Spooky. I see that tweet you made. Um, uh, and there we get a, a troop of cars of people who have shown up to help people with the snowstorm and they're like hey do you mind if we come in here to eat food for a bit like because no one else is open and they're like yeah of course you can and that's where we cut to uh Kanamori has put uh 20 yen on each of the the <laughs> each of the the uh the the kettles uh, so it's like every time they need hot water, they're gonna need twenty yen. Yeah. So it's like they need to pay for it. Uh, but um, Kanamori's like, we got instant noodles. Like instantly grabs it. And it's like we got instant noodles. Like you can buy these. Um, I, and after this, the the owner is like, here, I'm gonna help you out. Like instead of a tip today, uh, you're not gonna get a tip because after we they experienced what happened last time, they gave her a tip. Instead, here's all these products. Like. You can sell these, like make profit out of these instead. Like this is something that can uh, help you improve uh, things as they are, uh, improve your entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, and instantly, she's able to sell a pair of gloves for ten times the price that they actually are, uh, mm. because she's like individual sell better than than multi packs. Like, like if you sell something individually, you're gonna make a lot more money than if you sell it in a multi pack. Um, and the guy's like, man, it's a it's a shame we're closing the store next month as they're talking to these these people that are camping out in the store and Kanamori just kind of stops and stops processing the world around her and it's just like, oh, they're closing. Why? Poor Minimori. Because it's like, it, it, it's a yeah. part of her life going and doing this kind of job because it, she wanted money outside of her, uh, outside of her, uh, uh, not inheritance. Why is the word inheritance on my mind? Allowance. Not inheritance. Uh, allowance. That's right. Sorry, I never got one as a kid, so I never understood the concept. Um, Same. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I want money outside of my inheritance because I wanted to help support family and everything. And now the store's closing, and she's like, Why are you closing? Like these people, like you've very clearly shown that you've got good products and people will show up and they're like, well, we're kind of, it's all these other costs that we've got. And like, we don't, no one really comes here anymore. We're out of the way. Like no one's going to come. So it's like, well, we got to shut down. And that's when we go back to the real world. And that's when Kanamori is like, this is what I'm talking about. You need, like, it doesn't matter if you have a good product. If you don't tell people about it, it's mm. going to go away. And she's like, I'm not going to let this happen to our like anime production studio. Like, I'm going to make sure people fucking know about it. Yeah. And it's great. It's a, it's a great little thing. And that's when is like, I've got it. I've got the idea. And it's like incorporating all the elements of, um, all the elements of things that they've seen throughout the day. It's like, I've got it. We've got these tanks that are fighting these UFOs and invading. And then suddenly the spiral city appears, uh, ascends and... Well, they send out flying tanks that take down the UFOs, and Kanamori's just like, cool, <laughs> we got it. Um, and they're like, oh, shit, we cut to later, and they're like, oh, how are we going to fund it, though? Like, if if we've learnt that um, uh, Kanamori's no longer getting this extra money from, like, charging people, essentially, to use their facilities and, and uh, work with them, it's like, how are they making money? 
And that's when Kanamori's like, oh, don't worry about it. The Chamber of Commerce is paying for it. They're like, what? How did you do that? And Kanamori's like, oh yeah, so I've been talking with the, the waiter and he's like the the young president or the son of the president of the, of the Chamber of Commerce and I've been helping him out like with his grassroots uh, local business revitalization project. And it's like, it's so adorable because it's like a really soft side of Kanamori where she's like, you see how dedicated she is to sort of the idea and concept of local business. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she, like, in her spare time, went out of her way to help these businesses thrive so they would not die. She's like, I, I've i seen what happens when these uh, wane off and die. Like, we can fix this. We can, we can make your business work. Like, I want to help you because I want you to succeed. Yeah. Uh, which is where I go back to sort of the moral idea of capitalism, where it's like, it's not about exploitation, it's about the success and the sort of uh, building up of others. Yeah, and it's and like a yourself. mutual gain, because it's like, they funded yeah, it's, the it's film for gain. this too, so it's like, yeah, they're helping each other. Um. Yeah, and that's when, <laughs> as as they're talking about this, uh, Asakusa realizes, like, they're, they're talking about, like, what are they going to do, like, with the specific sound effects with the, like, they're, they're planning this cannon that'll shoot down this UFO, and, like, it'll make mm. this noise, and Kanamori's just like, wait, why isn't there a laser? Wouldn't, shouldn't there be a laser? And then Asakura goes into a really good uh, rant about, listen, if it was a laser, you wouldn't actually see it, because it's not in the visual spectrum of, of color that we can see, so actually it makes more sense, and I want to do it this way that uh, you don't actually see the laser. And then mm-hmm. Kanamori's like, I don't know about that, White. Just show a laser. People will expect a laser. Um, and Asakura's like, I don't know. I, I, I really want to do it this way. And then the sound, one of the, the sound club comes in and is like, how about this sound for after it's shot? And is like this this overbearing sort of clunky sound. And Asakura's like, no, I expect it to be more like like this. Like a... Yeah, it's like a full-on, like, performance of, like, um, and, 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 and Kanamori's like, yeah, it's, can you, it, 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 make it like a performance, like, it is, I mean, this is all a performance anyway, so, like, it, does that make sense to you, sound club person, and they're like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could do that, like, I, it makes sense to me to, uh, of what them, what, what Asakura wants, and Asakura kind of just, like, goes in herself, and that's when it clicks with her, she's like, it's all a performance. Like every facet of creativity is a performance. It's a, it's an extension of the self. It, it's, it, it really is externalizing the internal thoughts and desires of the self. It, everything is about showing others what I think and what I want to do. So it's like, it suddenly clicks and she's like, okay, I don't want this laser. We're not doing a fucking laser. Here's what we'll do instead will make it super obvious that this weapon shot down this UFO. So, like, we'll angle them up so you can see it easily, and then we'll have, like, say, a bullet casing comes out of the cannon afterwards. Uh, So it's, like, very obvious that something was shot. Like, this is the way we can do it. We can cover it up in all these different ways to avoid uh, compromising my creative vision for what I want. Um, It's a great little scene. Uh, And then they're like, okay... That's that's all good and dandy, but we've got to have our primary goal right now, which is preparing for Comet A convention to sell these DVDs. Uh-huh. And that no, not aha, da da. Well, I meant haha. 
Wait, are you saying there's something that sounds like Comet in Comet Japan? Comet A. <laughs> <laughs> God. Well, okay, so the convention, we, we, I kind of mentioned it, but I didn't really bring it up. Um, the, the, they're like, we got to sell the DVDs, but they specifically, they're like, we got to sell these DVDs at this convention that's like designed for uh, self-publishing sort of artistic types to sell their wares um and it's like okay very obvious sort of the idea they're going for there with like um uh i completely just lost the word in my head um it's okay uh the the, the uh you know what i mean <laughs> the yeah the not not a not an artist alley but like a, a specific sort of... Um, yeah, it's comic fuck, hit. what's the Japanese... It's like a Japanese, like... Japanese, like, self-created manga. What's the Dujinshi. word? Fuck. That's it. Dujinshi. Um, the, that's that type of sort of convention mm-hmm. where it's like... Yeah. All these creative people set up their... Uh, I can't believe I fucking forgot that word. <laughs> um, set up their own stalls and sell their own shit. And they're like, okay, that's what we've got to get for. And it's called Comedy. Yeah, just, um, just yeah. Google Comic Hit. <laughs> It basically is just Comic Cat. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, understandable. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's, yeah, it's kind of on the nose that it's Comic Cat. But yeah, uh, and then it's like, okay, next episode, and then we stop watching it forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the end of all anime. Forever. It is, it's good. I like it. Yeah. I want to watch it. So, okay, yeah. who do you, who do you think my favorite character is? I'm curious on this. It's either oh Asa- lady no yeah it's Kanamori it's Kanamori. it's yeah it's Kanamori this is the only show like in history that can give me two animators and make me like the one that's not the animator <laughs> yeah <laughs> like um I fucking love Isaacan I wish I would have had this show growing up um yeah like if I would have seen I mean, this when I, I was like twelve it would have like impacted me so hard I mean and it impacted me as an adult watching it. We kind of glossed over it a bit, because it kind of doesn't make sense to explain in the, the sort of plot description, but a lot of this, as they're going through creating the anime, isn't just, hey, we'll have UFOs go pew pew, it's like, hey, what if we had an extra frame like this, and what if yeah. we do that? Like, specific, yeah. like, actual tips and tricks that, like, they, someone they who talking, wants to create... They were talking about the how they were doing tweening for the skirt moving, and she was like, I don't really like how that looks. Let me add this random frame here and here and here and now it looks great because now it doesn't look like it's just looping. I was right. like, yeah, that's exactly what you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's all these like tips and tricks and shortcuts that are like specifically like, Hey, if you just go gung ho and like, I want to make this, this is what's going to happen. Your, your cuts are going to be massive. You're going to spend forever to create something that's never going to come out. Like you need to compromise and like do things a, a more creative shortcut way. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that because this is the way you meant to do yeah. it. It's like you incorporate and compromise on how much you use of certain styles or or certain uh, methods in you in uh, creating certain things. And it's like, well, you could do this. You could show things a specific way. Like you could hold on a frame like this and pan the camera like that. Like very specific creative tips. <laughs> So, like, someone growing up, he's like, I want to, you know what, watching this anime about someone who's like, I want to make an anime, and then makes the anime, watches it, and goes, 
I want to make my own, like, short, animated short or something. It's like, they could actually take things in there and implement them themselves yeah. in their own creative product. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I highly agree with you, Spooky, that it's like, this is, like, this is fucking great for kids to watch. Oh, 100%. Like, I, 100%. Like, it, it, it's an amazing sort of uh, anime for kids to watch. Even, even yeah, as you're saying, adults watch it as well. Yeah. Um, but... I, I mean, yeah. Like when this when this have show with anime, yeah, <laughs> with uh, taking it seriously. Yeah, I mean, but it, it can be applied to normal animation in general too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, exactly. But yeah, no. Whenever I watched this, because uh, this aired earlier this year, and um, yep. yeah. I was like in an art rut when I watched it, and it like gave me the motivation to like, no, I can pull myself out of this. I can adapt my style and I can get to a point where like I want to be and it like I don't know it yeah. really did help like after every episode uh I wanted to like run into my office and pull out my tablet and like draw because it was like I was just fueled with motivation it's amazing yeah. that uh they could like convey that through these characters yeah um so I <laughs> it's still it's still hardly connects in my mind that it's like this finished in March this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like it was last year. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it feels like a but century that's, ago. But that's been this entire year, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's also the nature of years in general, but... Mm-hmm. I... I... Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. I want to watch the rest of it Even, when I have yeah, time. Yeah, and I have to say, like, that this is, like, anime of the year. This is anime 2020. This is where it's at. Like, there's a lot of shows that have come out since that I like a lot, but, like... This aired in so, January, and I'm like, it's it's the best show of the year. I can't. I said that when it started airing. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be show yeah. of the year. Uh, so, if so you guys read this, it, so well, I was gonna say this oh. makes me sad, um, because I would not watch this in dubs for one, mm-hmm. but I currently don't have the time to watch it in subs when i watch most of my shows is when i'm working and so i just put them on in the background and i listen to them and i'm drawing and i don't look up like almost at all but i still get what's going on i can't watch anime i it's in japanese i can't look up constantly i'm working like that's just not something i can do and currently i don't have the time or the brain the mental capacity and attention span to like watch this in its entirety and it makes me really sad i really fucking want to watch this this is like really up there for me but i just don't think i'll be able to watch it anytime soon well i don't base it on like the reality of like whether you would watch it base it on what no i no i am i'm just saying like in in reality like i'm probably not gonna be able to watch this anytime soon in my rating system, like, 9, 10. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, we're going. I'd say the same. A 9. I don't know if I'd say 10. I'd have to watch the rest yeah. of it to say whether I, w- I would call it a 10 or not. I, I think I... me and Spooky might click with it a bit more. But I don't know at the same time because you literally click no. with, like, the art, the uh, advertisement side of it. Well, well, no. I actually click a lot with the creative side of it. It's not really a point of, like, if you're an artist, you'll click with it. Because it's... Well, no. It's more of because the point of the show isn't about art; it's about creativity in yes. general. So it's like I incredibly click with 
the the concepts they're going for and mainly sort of the way that they put forward these concepts and talk I, about them and go through. It's more I, humorous to me, the sort of fact that Kanamori and I yeah. are, are alike in a lot of ways. So I guess what probably. I'm kind of getting at more is like, there are parts that me and Spooky might click with more than you do. Just because it's partially a show that has to do with, like, art and stuff. And it's just like, oh, like, yeah, like, backgrounds and things like that. And, like, doing these shortcuts and things like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, those colors shouldn't be right sort of thing. I, I feel like, yes, but that's, like, But it's not the main level. thing. Yes. Yeah, it's, right. it's surface level not compared to, like, the core concept of the show itself. Yeah. Which I genuinely click with a lot yeah, yeah I, um, no, I don't where it's like yeah like yeah obviously there's a lot of surface there's like obviously a lot of surface level stuff that i wouldn't connect with like the the two of them drawing over each other's drawings and like yeah but i understand it but it's like i don't go oh man i remember doing that with friends or like oh man i really want to do that with friends it's like it's more just and an analytical like i understand it the concept and what the sh- the yeah the, whereas the scene is going for yeah, and I don't know about spooky, but at least for me, I was like, oh, like, that's hitting me, like, in the soul yeah, right now. Like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I mean, I have I have a lot of friends who, like, aren't artists who have given this a 10. To me, it's just such a breath of fresh yeah. air. Like, I love everything about the show so much, but, like, it's so unique. And that's why I ultimately gave it a 10. Because at first I was, like, teetering on, like, eh, is it a 9? Is it a 10? I don't know. Not that it's a big deal, but just for myself, you know? And then I was like, well, no, this is a 10 just because, like, on top of, like, how it made me feel and how it motivated me and how, like, realistically written the characters are, like, it's just so unique. The char- Like I said, the characters are extremely realistic, which is something you don't see in anime that often. Um... Yeah. And just like the, the sound design. Yeah. Like Yeah. The the <laughs> sound design is amazing. I just related to so much of it. Like everything about it was just so it like almost doesn't feel like an anime. Like it's really mm-hmm. it's just so unique and I I fell in love with it so fast. It feels transgressive because the main concept of the show isn't it, it it's kind of self descriptive. In that the entire show itself is about the creation of the show itself, right? Yeah, um, but not in a humorous way, like like a more comedy anime would go about it, and not in an unrealistic way. It's it's more like you could literally tell this story in a in a live action sense. But I, Spooky, and I had this discussion when we found out that there is a live action yeah. remake. <laughs> yeah, of there it. is a live action remake. It doesn't work the way that they do it because the the problem is I believe the core concept of this show is so intrinsically linked with that concept of going back and forth between reality and this metaphorical creative perspective that like you cannot do without it and doing it in a live action sense doesn't work because graphics wouldn't be on par with how it works and also the anime style more makes it comfortable to look at whereas like in live action where it's like you see a real person and then suddenly green screened onto cgi it's yeah. like this feels it's like you now. could take it's like you mm-hmm. it takes you out yeah. of it and it's like you could take this concept and make something live action that works but you can't just make a live action remake of this 
it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Gam and I were looking at like shots. It would it would have to be a completely different interpretation. Yes. Like not just an adaptation. But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. They definitely used the fact that it's animated. Like, just everything about, I don't know, I love it. I love, like, the different worlds you go into when you find out, like, like when, um, when Asakas is in the submarine, and you're like, oh, you know, it's, it's like showing her in the world in the submarine, and then, like, Kanamori claps at her to get her attention, and yeah. she's just, like, instantly, hunched over walking down the road. Yeah, like, just hunched mm-hmm. over walking down the road, it was all in her imagination, and I just think that's, like, I don't know. It's something I feel like you don't see often, and something that when you do see it, it's not pulled off well. It's just... My, that's To be fair, I feel like a, a lesser anime that didn't understand the concept it was going for would have... would focus on exactly the same things, except there would be a one core difference in that what happens in Asakura's mind sort of perspective that we see has right. an impact on the real world. Right, like, right. So, so, like, when, when she gets snapped out of it by Kanamori, there would be, like, a, a fire hydrant exploding, in, like, behind them or something, yeah. where it's, like, very clear that she's making an impact on reality, where it's, like, that That's completely not, yeah. misses the point of what's going on. Right. Um, uh, and I mean, like, even watching this back-to-back with Flip Flappers, I think, is really interesting. Uh, because in Flip Flappers, they do actually go to these alternate worlds and, like solve issues like within them and stuff so it's like just interesting to see the two ideas like actually going and doing it versus like just imagining it both done really well in completely different scenarios is super cool yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 oh yeah. good shit good yeah. shit it's a uh, good 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 shit and the the Oh yeah, we we didn't watch the episode with the with the tanuki, but uh, we with the, with the <laughs> we raccoon shared memes dog, about it. But we we watched it because we'd already seen it on Twitter so when it good. came out, and we we shared memes about it. And I yeah, it's mm-hmm. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's such a good it's fucking so scene. So good, it's so good. I also love how um, in episode it was in episode four that we watched. Uh, it was like when Kanamori wasn't in the room, it would just show like uh, Akazaka and um, uh, Misha. Wait, what's her fucking name? I always blank on her name. Misu. No, just Camo and Mamo. Mizusashi. Yeah, Mizusashi. Mizusashi. Uh, it just shows them like fucking around. Like they're like on a table in a fucking boat. Like, and Kanamori <laughs> enters yeah. the room and they like, it's like fall over because they're like, oh fuck. Like it's almost like on her mom's back, you know? And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just really love that they have uh, Kanamori to like keep them in check uh, very I... bluntly. <laughs> I feel like because of because you know you both know um and person in general does not listen to our podcast anyway so it's fine um the, with everything I have going on right now I'm just like rocking back and forth like oh god I'm g- am I going to get things done like I have a deadline oh god um and you know exactly like what I'm going through, so I feel yeah. like this was a good choice at this exact moment. Yeah, <laughs> give you that extra little push of motivation. 
from the girls. I don't Not need it. any more motivation. Everybody else does. Listen, it's fine. It'll, 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 it'll pan out. If you need me to yell at people, I will. I'll yell at all the people. When is this releasing, Gam? Just uh, this this Friday. Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna say what yes. I was gonna say. Don't say things. <laughs> but yeah, don't say things. Don't say things. Hey, Just hope and pray for us that our thing is that my thing is gonna get done. If you're if you're listening to this podcast right now, do us a little favor and don't talk about this. It's our secret. <laughs> Yeah, do us a little favor and send Dia some money. Yeah, do us a little favor. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even my podcast. This is Spookies. No, this is technically Gams. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is yours because you're the one that runs it. Gam is the Doctor Who one. I am the horror one. Which, okay, so if this is my podcast, as the podcast owner, I say give money to Deer. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, well, if this is releasing on Friday, can we at least mention that on the 26th, next Thursday, on Thanksgiving, is Horror Movie Night? Yes, you can. Okay, well, okay, it's going to be Horror it. Movie move Night. <laughs> it's it's going to be a really, really bad movie. We're doing it on Thanksgiving because with everything going on, we figure y'all want to spend some time with somebody if you can't spend it with your family. So we're here oh, yeah, to facilitate for that. And you can come watch Thanks Killing with us. Hell yeah. On, on Thanksgiving. Uh. So yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanks Killing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see then, I guess. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay, goodbye. bye. Goodbye.